we, we've got this wonderful um, piece about it this year because we are already qualified for Rio next year. We qualified last year at the World Games. So, in fact, we can actually all go without lots of pressure on us and really ride at our best because if somebody unfortunately did go um, not at their best or you know pushed for perhaps a little bit more because sometimes we want to try things out uh, it's not actually the end of the world this year if things don't work out because as I said we've already qualified qualified for Rio and that's our big aim uh, we've got a very great horse coming onto the team um, which is being ridden by a girl called Fiona Bigwood and it's a wonderful addition to our team. It could really get a very high score. It's only 10 years old, so this will be an interesting uh, championship to see how she copes with the pressure of being on our team. But, you know, we have won a medal now for the last six years. So we also won a gold in 2011 at the European Championship. We had a team gold and some individual medals. So it is very exciting, and we just have to keep this momentum up. Our pony team for the under-18s, they won a gold medal at the European Championship just two days ago. So it really is an exciting time in British dressage at the moment, and we need to keep the momentum up. Yeah, I was going to mention that success in um, Sweden, wasn't it? Dressage yes, in this right. country showing absolutely no signs of slowing down. I have to make mention of the fact that today marks uh, the three years since that London gold as well. So that that's um, it's obviously building, still building on the success and the the competition that that exists in this country, and then it's still going from strength to strength. It is, and I mean, you know, what London did, of course, was infused a lot of people. It infused kids. It infused, you know, adults to come and join British Dressage as well to to have a go and see what this sport was about. And anybody who rides will know, you know, whether they think they're doing dressage or not. I mean, controlling a horse, training a horse, stopping a horse to open a gate, for instance, and close it behind you. You know, you need a certain amount of dressage uh, and training of your horse to be able to do all those things safely. So it has um, it has gone beyond all our dreams. I mean, even the fact, as we've just said, these the under 18s win a gold medal uh, just this week is it's just incredible because they went for so long as well uh, without you know not being able to get that gold. So it really has infused a lot of people, and I know the growth in the sport is tremendous at the moment. So looking ahead to this week, you've mentioned um, it starts on Wednesday. Now talk me through, because that the, the Wednesday and Thursday decides the team medals and then the individuals then come slightly later, am I right in saying? Yeah, that's right. I mean, we're hoping that the horses will have a clear run to get there, of course, with all the problems down uh, um, Dover and Calais at the moment that everyone will have seen on the news. We've got to hope that the horses can uh, get a clear run straight through to Aachen in Germany. Uh, they should be there on Sunday. We'll have a practice day on Monday. They let all the riders that are competing go into the main uh, arena. It's a very big atmosphere there. They have up to like 60,000 spectators uh, at Arken, and that's just on a normal show. So I'm expecting that the European Championship will be sold out as well. Um, Tuesday, the, we have our first vet inspection, so everybody has to pass that. And then on Wednesday, your first two members of the team of four will ride. And then on Thursday, Charlotte and I, who in fact are drawn third and fourth to ride, um, will then go. You can drop a score, so it, it does actually enable one rider to have a have a whoopsie or a mishap if they if they happen to do that, and uh, and then they add the top three scores together to make the team medal. Friday we have a, a day off. Uh, the horses will probably need that. They'll have been worked all week, and uh, and then on Saturday, the first of the individual medals, which is called the Grand Prix Special, and this is a set program. 
and Charlotte is the defending European Championship, the other member of our team on Vallegro. So um, she'll be really contesting that. She'll be up against um, Germany's Total Ass, who is the wonder horse of the world, or has been. Uh, hasn't been seen for a while. He's had an injury. So it's a very exciting competition to see these two together because um, Charlotte as yet uh, needs to beat him. And then on Sunday, we have the, the crowd favourite, which is the dressage to music. Um, you know, you can really do whatever freestyle you like, as long as obviously you fit all the movements in. It's a six-minute program. The crowd really come and uh, and appreciate that because for people that perhaps don't understand um, what what dressage is, you know, when they see it to music, it makes it so much more popular. So I'm really uh, looking forward to that. And Charlotte, again, she's a defending World Cup champion, which is dressage to music. So uh, she'll be contesting and hoping to win the gold there as well. Yeah, obviously all eyes are on uh, on Charlotte. And then you, you mentioned tw- there's 20 nations taking part, 72 riders. You've mentioned Totalus there. But who else? Is it the Germans that you're kind of looking at? Because apparently they've never lost a European team title on home turf. I read that fact somewhere. Who who are your kind of eyes on in terms of competition? Britain, obviously, incredibly strong. But, you you know, you wouldn't be human if you weren't looking at the competition as well. Oh, absolutely. We don't take that for granted at all. And Germany has been a strong nation for for many, many decades. Um, And they certainly, on the home ground, as you say, they'll have a huge advantage there. Uh, Their horses don't have to travel very far. I mean, bear in mind that, you know, for us, wherever we go, we're always having to cross the channel, so horses uh, can, can sometimes get a little bit weary from travel. So they certainly are the ones to watch out for in the individual medals, as we said, we have Totalas, and we have an amazing horse called Desperados, which is also on their team. He's been winning everything this year with a young girl, Christina Sprayer. And the Dutch, they're the other uh, strong nation. They've unfortunately uh, lost um, Parsifal, which he's been a European champion as well. He's 18 years old, and so they've decided to give him an easy year, so he won't be going to the championship. So they've got a couple of new riders in there. Um, you know, good riders at, at championship level, they do pull out extraordinary things. So Although they don't seem to be a team with great experience with the new members, um, you you never know what's going to happen. And Sweden, there's still some teams that need to qualify for Rio, so they will be pushing very hard. Sweden, Spain, they're great nations in dressage as well. Um, You know, it's very important for these countries for funding and obviously for enthusiasm, as we said, what London did for, for us over here. Uh, it's very important that they do well. So they, I don't imagine that any of them are going there just to have a nice, uh, easy ride. You're taking Nip Tuck. How much do you worry about uh, travelling? You've, you've mentioned travelling, the, the, you know, the Calais problems, which I, I hope uh, don't cause you too many problems. But And you've travelled a fair amount so far this year as well. Have you been to Doha and Barcelona and things? What, what, con- what concerns do you have in terms of how the horses do take to that that, those, that amount of mileage? Well, incredibly, you know, they seem to travel brilliantly. Like you said, I actually started my campaign this year in Doha, Qatar, Middle East. Uh, horse flew out there. He just came off the lot. He just came off the, the off the plane. Sorry, uh, like like he just stepped in and out of a stable. To be perfectly honest, generally they travel very well. There's always a group of them. The horses are very comfortable in groups. Um, and you know the the main thing that you can experience really is temperature change when you're when we're especially when you're coming from England. We all know we don't have the the warmest weather here. Um, so going sometimes to a very hot country, like when we went to Qatar, suddenly you're competing, you know, in, in temperatures up in the high 20s, early 30s, coming from light, you know, 8, 9 degrees, especially in March. 
um, you know, that can often affect the horses. And uh, looking at the forecast next week in Germany, it, it's going to be very warm, 26, 27. But to be honest, at this time of year, the horses uh, are used to it. We can get there probably within 12 and 13 hours. So they, they won't be too long on a lorry. And they have these amazing super groups looking after them, as we call them. And they're fed and watered on travel. And um, they have a, a, a little break when they're going on the uh, on the tunnel or over the water. So they're, they're generally very experienced, these horses, and they've been around the world a few times. Vallegro competed in Las Vegas in uh, April, so um, he's well-travelled as well. And um, I, I don't envisage any problems with that, really.